Welcome to Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. Today, we'll be diving into the cosmic guidance from the stars, celebrities, and entertainment lifestyle. Thanks for joining us, and let's see what the universe has in store. Hello and welcome to Astro Kiki. My name is Kyle Thomas and I'm a pop culture astrologer. We have an exciting show today with several different segments. We will be diving into an astrological forecast as well as pop culture's stories and celebrities that are happening in Hollywood right now, as well as a wonderful and incredible guest, Lindsay McKeon. I will pass this along on to my other host and they will be able to talk a little bit about themselves. All right. Hey, guys. I'm Sam Davidson, red carpet reporter, big know-it-all, everything celebrities, big fan of astrology, and I'm so, so excited to start this show with you guys. This has been a real big passion project for us, so can't wait to start. My name is Aaron LaFaro. I'm an astrologer and life coach, and uh, I'm ready to dive into some celebrity charts and see what's up. And our special guest is Lindsay McKeon. Hey, Lindsay, thank you so much for being here. Hi, guys. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. So, like I told you before we started the show, I have been a fangirl of yours. I yeah, mean, she is totally fanning out. I, <laughs> seriously, though, One Tree Hill has been one of my favorite shows for my entire life. So, just to give a little bit overall of who you are, Lindsay, for those that don't know, you've been acting since you were 12. You have been in so many things, like Guiding Light, of course, mm. One Tree Hill, NCIS, Code Black, House MD. I was literally just watching Veronica Mars the other day. Ah. I'm re-watching that as well. Yeah, that's awesome. And I paused it, and I was like, is that Lindsay? You sent me mm-hmm. that, that text, and I was like, oh, my God, yeah. Not yeah. really. <laughs> that, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, like Third Rock in the Sun. What was the other one? My first one. Oh, Boy Meets World. It's like all of these what is it, 90s pop culture? Yeah, like late 90s, early 2000s. And those are shows that really shaped people. And I'm sure they shaped you as a person. You're a Pisces. Are you you into this stuff at all with astrology? Oh my God, I'm super into this stuff. (laughs) I'm a nut and I'm always asking my friends or people that I meet, I'm like, when were you born? Where were you born? I got to look up your chart. Oh God, you're like, (laughs) Kyle, we meet someone new. What's your sign? And I'm like, oh God, here we go again. But On that note, you know, these guys know a lot about what's going on in the stars and what's going on for the week ahead. Yeah, so basically, uh, you know, we were going through a Mercury retrograde that was just in Pisces. Uh, It was awful. No, how was that experience? Dude, I was dying. I know. I was literally dying. I I reached out to you because I was like, what the F is going on? I don't know if I can curse on here, but I'm going to try and do it. Okay. Um, but I was like, what is going on? Literally, it, it was like something took over my body. And I likened it to like being pregnant. Like I have no control right now. Whatever's happening is just happening. I was floored. Like I would go to my dance class and I could barely move my body. Mm-hmm. And normally like my mind can take over and my strength can take over and push and force something yeah, to happen. Totally. But last week I couldn't force anything. It was wow. wild. Yeah, but it was actually really beautiful. Like it, it opened up a whole new, like, level of comfort and ease within me. So that was cool, but it sucks during the process. <laughs> totally, I feel you. Well, tell, us about process. tell us about this. Uh, yeah, so this Mercury retrograde was insane. Brutal, yeah. It happened at the very last degree of Pisces, the very last degree of the Zodiac, right? It would have started over again. <laughs> went directly over your sun. So it, it, your sun is at 20 degrees. It went right over. 
Um, so what does that mean? So it, it literally impacted you on a soul level wow. very directly. Wow. Uh, it went direct with Neptune, which causes mystery mm. and illusion, confusion, delusion. Mm. A lot of people, if you haven't noticed, like have been sort of in a fog. Yeah. Um, mm. We've all been in fog. We've all been kind of just like, what's going on? We feel like we're in a new year. We feel like we're in new energy, but then something's also holding us back in yeah. a way. Um, that's going to get better next week. Exactly. We shadow. We can finally put this retrograde behind us. Right. Um, so tell us about, I just want to tell us about the shadow thing. Cause you guys have been telling me, I was so excited that Mercury in <laughs> retrograde was over. And then these two bozos are like, no, there's the shadow. Not yet. I'm like, you have to be kidding me. When is this going to be over? One thing that I think just to kind of address about specifically with Mercury retrograde is that obviously it affects our mind communication. Technology is also something that's very affected by this as well. Anything with a lot of of moving parts, if you were. Um, Also, you know, with it being in Pisces, Pisces is an emotional sign. It's an intuitive sign. It's a mystical sign. Uh, Apparently sensitive. And with with Mercury going to be retrograde and predominantly water signs throughout all of the year, it means that we're going to consistently have have to focus our emotions and our mind and balance them Mm. because they're not on the same page right now. Mm. And we need to reevaluate reevaluate that and try to find a better course of action forward. Mm. So, you know, that's why this was a very emotional retrograde, and we're going to have another one in June, or July. What? And I know it's going to <laughs> happen again, but it's going to be in Cancer. It's oh, you know, moody yeah. Cancer. Right? Oh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, so that's one thing, you know, just asking everyone kind of prepared, that you're going to have to dig through that emotional turbulence and that those, those ashes and that dust in order to evolve to the Wow. I love to do that though. Mm-hmm. When Mercury retrogrades in water signs, it has a cycle, so it goes through each element mm-hmm. for about a two to three years. Uh, when it's in water signs, our external manifestations are actually most in alignment with yeah. our internal needs. So it's actually going to be a great year for anyone who is trying to like see some tangible things tangibly change in their life. Right. Um, so you know, so be that, that emotional. Yeah, I felt a huge shift. You guys, like it. It was actually quite amazing what was happening, mm-hmm. even though it took such a toll on mm-hmm. me. And I've learned enough now to listen to nature and what I'm actually feeling happening with the stars or whatever it is. You know, I, I feel like my body energy can feel the mood of it, mm-hmm. and I listen to it and I go with it it's rather than happening. fighting it or being upset about it. You You're know, Pisces. you are the most you know in tune telepathic and mystical kind of oh yeah you Thank like you. <laughs> you know but you you naturally are magical within that mm-hmm. and that's exactly what you're saying and that's why I love that yeah you know. Yeah. Being well, in tune with the rhythms of the, the solar system. Yeah, and, and allowing for it because it's bigger than you. So it, instead of fighting against the the, the tide, right. you're actually flowing with it and it makes it easier on you. Totally. How about for the rest of everybody? You know, what is going on as generally or you know a little bit more specifically with the next week or so? Yeah. Well, let's let's finish talking about a shadow for a second. Oh, right. Illustrate. Oh, yeah. So so basically. Uh, in in the sky, when the planets retrograde, they hit a point that they're going to go direct at. So they keep move- once they hit that, they begin shadow. They keep moving to the point they're going to retrograde at, and that and they, they turn backwards. They turn and backwards and go back to that original point. That shadow period is when they go direct mm-hmm. and finally clear the full zone they went backwards in. So that happens on on um, next Tuesday at the sixteenth. Aries will hit the 29th degree of Pisces and then enter Aries. You mean Mercury will hit the... Oh, sorry. Mercury will hit the 29th degree of Pisces 
and it will finally allow us to move forward. So we've been still digging up all of that emotion, and now we can actually charge forward in a better, clearer understanding of where we need to go on our individual soul path. But I think that's what's so cool about Mercury Retrograde. One, I think people think it's actually turning backwards, but it's not actually. It just looks like it's turning backwards. But what happens, right, when you go retrograde is that you're able to excavate all of this old internal stuff. You get to work on Mm -hmm. a lot. And it can be grueling, but really beautiful. And once you, like, clean that up and Mercury comes back to, like, being in its proper position, you know, you've delved through all your crap and you come out anew again. Totally. Like totally. rebirth. Yeah. It's, yeah. I just think it's, it's, it's such a beautiful process. So one thing that's actually really interesting today is that Jupiter, the planet of good luck, good fortune, miracles, opportunities is actually going retrograde. Huh. And this really is yeah, going to affect mean? you because it is both of your rulers. You're a Sagittarius rising mm-hmm. and you're a Pisces mm-hmm. and Jupiter you know, through the ancients has always been connected to those two signs. Hmm. So once that energy is going to go retrograde, and I, I believe it's until what, August 11th? August 11th, it went, it's already retrograde now. It went yes. to like 10 01 a.m. So right cool. when you're coming to, to meet here. Uh, and yeah, it, it, it'll hit your chart. It's going to be in your first house. So a lot of self uh, will be being reviewed. Again, kind of similar to the, the Mercury retrograde in Pisces, which hmm. is also yourself. There's a lot of pieces to, to it. Um, but uh, it's going to be a great time to, if you want to put yourself out there, uh, you're going to go through and re-review everything in terms of how you expand yourself, mm-hmm. both physically and mentally, mm-hmm. so that then when this retrograde is over, you'll see all the results, the, the abundance, the, the luck, the good fortune, uh, the projects go through. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be, again, very self-directed for you specifically. Wow. Well, and one of the things just kind of on a general basis for everybody to understand is that, you know, with Jupiter being this this giver of luck and magnetism and, and power and influence, uh, it, it takes 12 years for it to go around the sun. So it visits a different area of our life each year. Right now, with it being in Sagittarius, it has been there since November of last year, and it will continue to be until December 3rd of 2019. With it being in Sagittarius, it flows magnetically, and it brings so much good fortune and optimism to everybody's life. But because, depending on your chart, it is going to affect you for different ways. So, for instance, if you're a Leo, you are falling in love, or you have opportunities and creativity that you have not had in 12 years. If you are... Uh, let's say for a Pisces, you know, with you being a a Pisces, Lindsay, it is affecting your career and it is giving you the opportunity to explode Mm. in every ambition to the greatest like public degree that you can, that you've had in 12 years now, you know? And so it's really allowing you to... It's been a tough 12 years, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I've been waiting for this. (laughs) So, so yeah, so it's, it's really cool to kind of see that, you know, when, you know, it visits these different areas, we have the opportunity to create our lives. However, with it being in retrograde, it means that this, this luck and this opportunity has to turn within. And we have to actually, you know, build the space in, in our lives, inside of us, to actually manifest. And receive them. And receive the That's blessings. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like so, that. so in the same, going back to like with Leos, is that like if they haven't found their true love or 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 the the kind of love that they want, they need to go in and make themselves ready to receive love in order to allow that abundance. Not just sitting there like, oh, now love is coming. Exactly. Really preparing yourself for it. Exactly. Is there any other things that we want to touch about with Jupiter before we jump on to our pop culture segment? Uh, I mean, I think we covered everything. 
Perfect, perfect. Do well, you want to say how it affects everybody, every sign, or no? <laughs> is that too much? It's it's a lot, and I think okay. we're going to kind of touch on that, you know, with you know as we go forward. But oh yeah, because in our pop culture segment, we are going to be talking about some of the biggest stars, their signs, and everything that's going cool. on. And we can't wait, so stay tuned, guys. Perfect. We will jump right on pop culture shortly. You said we're 15 minutes in, so... Okay. Most fun podcast besides mine. <laughs> I love wait, is you. He, is I he, love you. Is he stopping for... Is he supposed to play music? Or? He is playing music. Uh, he he says... Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure that was my cue because you said in a couple minutes, so I wasn't sure. Oh. Okay, sorry, sorry. Just cut it out, yeah. That's all right, here we go. Okay. How does everybody feel? How does everybody sound? Good. Good. Does, uh, how does it sound, Scott? You're all sounding pretty good. Like I said, you're a little far, everyone's sounding a little farther away than you. I don't know if you're talking directly into your mics or you're backwards from a bit. Get as close to your mic as you can. It's like, put the head. <laughs> like how? What? What? I'm like, put the head close to the mouth. Just. Swallow does it sound okay or no? <laughs> yeah, swallow the mic. Is that what you said? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Alright, here we go. I'm going to bring you in. We're going to pop culture. Here we go. Here okay, cool. And then just take it. All right, guys, so we are going to be going into our pop culture segment, my personal favorite segment. We are recording here in Hollywood, and of course, me being the expert that I am, I know everything that's going on. First story is something that's really sad, and it's been bumming me out a little bit, but it involves a lot of people, and there's clearly a lot going on with these people astrologically, so Wendy Williams. She is a huge talk show host. If you guys don't know who she is, you probably know her face because you see her on TV every single day. Um, she recently told her entire audience live on the air that she had been living in a sober living facility. And we'd really seen her decline over the past few months. She fainted live during one of her shows. Um, I believe it was in November. And then she literally took a couple months off of her own show and had a different guest hosts every single week. So she's finally back, and then she admitted, you know, she was working on herself, getting herself clean. She's an alcoholic, and I'm not sure if drugs are related or what, but she's really, you know, had a problem with substances. Sadly, right around when she got back and she announced that, you know, she's getting clean, blah, 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 these rumors about her husband, Kevin Hunter, immediately emerged that he had been having an affair for a very long time which is something that people say she knew about. Mm. However, dun da da dun the woman was pregnant. Oh. And literally just had the baby days after Wendy Williams told everyone she was living in a sober living facility. Then she appeared... Oh, the, the mistress had the a mistress baby? The mistress had oh, a baby. Oh, my, the mistress, no. The mistress had a baby. Hollywood. That'll drive you to drink. Yeah, so she, she left the sober living facility, checked out, picked up a bottle of booze on her way home, got drunk, had to be taken to the hospital, and then on her show last week, she said, basically, I think it was the week before last, we're taking a pre-scheduled one-week break. It's been a really difficult week for her, 
a couple of weeks. So first, I want to talk about what is going on with her during this time because it just seems like so much turmoil. So definitely, this is her Mercury retrograde moment. Mm -hmm. It hits her chart very intimately. Uh, Her husband hits his chart very intimately, and the mistress is also a Pisces. So, um, Well, Wendy is a Cancer, and that's one thing that we do want to make a note of. Um, as well as Kevin Hunter is a Virgo. And so I do think that, you know, looking at that, oh yeah, how that Mercury retrograde was affecting them is, is pretty crucial. It, yeah, it's aspecting their, their houses of, I mean, specifically, well, Wendy as well, but both of their first house of self, as well as their seventh house of relationship. Mm-hmm. And serious relationship, that, that would be where marriage would be for... Um, Kevin, her, her husband? husband. Mm-hmm. It would be, yeah. So what is his compatibility like with Wendy? And what is it like with his mistress, um, Shana Hudson? Or Sharina Hudson, I'm sorry. I mean, for, for he honestly has great compatibility with both. Uh, I think... That's messed up. <laughs> I think the mistress having the same, have, being a Pisces, their sons are, are in this cosmic dance of yin and yang between each other. However, Wendy's first house and seventh house have Virgo and Pisces in them as well. So he does fall in there and she falls in, into his... Uh, in, into his sector as well. But with the retrograde happening in his seventh house, well, rethinking a marriage, mm. going, is this really what, what's right for me? And mm. then having to go direct and like, oh, well, I have this new, uh, this new opportunity coming up or this new relationship developing. And I believe the baby was born like right around the time Mercury went direct as well. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like the universe was like, hey, look at this. Well, wow. the one thing that really stands out to me about their entire situation is that they are dealing a lot with eclipses, which are destiny and forced change that happens to our lives, as well as Saturn, which is the, the taskmaster, taskmaster and brings responsibility and hardship to our lives. It, it essentially forces us to change through obstacles. Mm. So with the eclipses that began last July in Cancer, they are falling directly upon Wendy's son. And then also, they are falling in her house of partnership, which is Capricorn, which was January 5th. It's going to happen again on July 16th of this year, and then again on December 25th. Whenever we have a dance with eclipses that are in our sign of identity, and then also our partnership sign, we are forced to look at how we function in our partnerships Mm -hmm. you know are we being in a balanced relationship are we happy are we validated are we really you know getting what we need in order to grow and and thrive to the greatest ability that we can and then with saturn being in capricorn which is across the sky from her it is showing that her partners are cold isolating and it's forcing her to reevaluate literally how she how she wants to be perceived with that. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is now, of course, she's saying that a split could be coming up, as it should, and it's complicated, though, because he's been, like, a business partner for her. He, almost her manager. She doesn't make business decisions without him, mm-hmm. and I mean, she has this huge talk show. So how do you see, kind of, that playing out? Would it be best for her to break ties with him? Will that affect her career? Well, I mean, the thing is, with with Saturn being, it's also, so, you know, everyone has two charts, because you have your natal chart, which it shows from the moment that you were born, you know, where the the sun was rising, and that's your rising sign. She's an Aquarius ascendant, but then she's also a Cancer, so we look at both the solar chart and the natal chart, just to kind of, as, as an astrologer, to kind of see these different aspects that are happening. When it comes to, you know, being across the sky in her seventh house, it's teaching her a lot about partnerships. 
but it's also in her 12th house of privacy, enemies, and secrets as well. Mm. Like, like, yeah. can you talk about that? Oh, That's yeah, crazy. Like, the 12th house, it's, uh, think about how you shoot yourself in your own foot. You're, it's yourself undoing. Mm. It's also a, place, a deep place of spirituality. It's you seeing the patterns of your life that are keeping you going around and around in circles. Charts are circular. Time is circular. Mm. Uh, if, if Right before a new beginning, you have to be like, well, do I want to have the same results? Am I going to keep doing the same thing? No, I have to change and actually stick with the change, not fall back into the pattern, back into addiction. The the 12th house is a place of addiction. Uh, it, it is Piscean. It's, it's the cosmic knowingness of everything. And, and, and so, yeah. yeah. I get it. Can I just say that it was totally cool listening to you speak about this subject because, you know, a woman who is in a relationship, and I've had these experiences in my life where there are certain people that happen or certain events that happen that are really, like, undeniable and it was like they were brought here on purpose or mm-hmm. you have a different, you know, you guys have a past relationship and a past life, something like that. So hearing you speak about that from somebody that I'm not connected to at all, I got to like stay separate from it and be like, oh my God, how cool is this experience? As much as it's painful that she's going through this, that, you know, you set this up or nature set this up cosmically Literally, for you destiny. to grow yes. and learn. And like, how beautiful is that? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And can you see that beauty as you're going through all this fucked up shit? In you the know? pain, in the yeah. pain. Right. You know? Like, yeah, yeah I, well, I feel that. I have always been a fan of hers, so I really wish her the best. And, you know, if she ever needs a reading, you know where to find my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we're going to talk about one of my favorite icons, Britney Spears. Oh, uh, yes. uh, Britney, she Love went, her. I know. Yeah. So, I did read about that. So as a lot of people know, Britney Spears has just checked herself into a mental health facility and this is apparently because her father has been sick. So she announced a few months ago or towards the end of last year, I believe, that she was starting a new residency in Vegas. She was ending the first one, starting another one. She then quickly canceled it and said, my father's really sick and he needs my help. It all is a little bit fishy. Her relationship with her father, which we'll talk about, is complicated. Um, He basically took over her life after her breakdown in, uh, what was it, 2000, yeah, 2008. Um, And he had... Back in the day. Yes, conservatorship um, over her. And he was in charge of her money, basically everything she did. And Britney Spears' Instagram, actually, is the only thing in her life that she's actually in charge of. She isn't in charge that's the only thing they're like okay you can have the instagram so if you've been going through her instagram you know weird conspiracy theorists like me are like what are the signs (laughs) i mean like i've listened to podcasts like is britney okay what's wrong with britney like there's actually entire podcasts dedicated to what's been going on with her now that's power yeah i mean seriously that's power power. but i mean power that she probably does not want she's like get off my nuts yeah (laughs) just let me be exactly quoting um a youtuber back in the day leave britney alone right so i know that guy do you do (laughs) so britney then next thing you know her dad's recovering but she just checked herself into a mental health facility she posted on Instagram the other day something about, you know, a quote about taking care of herself. Um, and then she says everyone deserves a little bit of me time. So what's going on with her? Is this something that is good for her? Or do you see a lot more stuff going on than what is being told to the public? 
I think similar to Wendy, mm-hmm. it's forcing her to confront things that she needs to release and let go so she can be and get to that better place that she's meant to be at. Uh, knowing her energy intimately, we have the same birthday. Uh, there's a lot happening. Did you shave your head? It's funny. I actually did shave my head in 2008 right before she did. Stop. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Are there pics? Written in the stars. I bet I see pics. I don't think I have pics from that time in my life. Okay. Uh, Probably for the best. She, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So so this week, her ruling planet is retrograding. Yeah. Today. Another planet retrograded on Monday. It's in, in the asteroid belt, also in Sagittarius, right over her sun, which is forcing her to have to really look at how she's nurturing herself. Is she Sagittarius? She's yes. Sagittarius. Oh, yeah. She's a Sagittarius. Of course. Um, I know. <laughs> they just fly by the seat of their pants. You can't, you know, not go well, that. I, I love Sag. Me too. I They're mean, so you, fun. And, and you're a Sagittarius. I know. I love it. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. But like with, especially with, you know, her, you know, ruling planet, you know, going backwards in her sign. I, feel it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I don't want this to sound bad. I mean, I've I've adored, you know, Britney Spears for, for so long and I know she's been iconic for so long, but it's been a very apparent thing that she's not happy mm-hmm. for a very long time. And she can snap her fingers and make money because she's lucky and she's beautiful and she's powerful and she's talented. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, she wants to, to go back into herself. She right. wants to be with her family. She wants to be, you know, focusing on her next 12 years of her life. It's Rather also than... hard to be happy when you're like a wild animal that's caged. Yeah, yeah. totally. And Saz does not like to be caged. Totally. No. Exactly. At all. At all. We need freedom it freaks to them move out. at any moment. We're, right. we're an expansive energy. We need to be able to expand ourselves. You need to fly. Yeah. As much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. What about her father? Have you, you know, looking into his sign, what what's really going on here? I think what it is, so as Kyle mentioned earlier, there's the eclipse points. Yes. So when she was born her north node which is signifies the eclipses is in cancer her father's a cancer mm-hmm. it's in her, it's in her 10th house which is also significant of the father so he has a large reign over her life mm-hmm. and i think at, if, especially if he's deteriorating that's definitely triggering her in a lot of ways because she's she's like in her late 30s like she's she's spent her whole life yeah. being controlled by yeah. other people and the the chance of like that that person that especially significant person leaving could, is definitely churning up a lot for well also her. it's like what is she gonna you know there's got to be that element of what am i gonna do without him because yeah. you have somebody taking care of you for so long totally, you know totally well it's weird because like i you know i when when doing predictions of you know astrology you always want to make sure that you're you're looking at the light and way things that can grow mm-hmm. but like with the eclipses falling in his identity of his, of his solar you know first house and then also across the sky it means that he's going to go through some very, let's just say, intense evolutions. Every six months. For the next year and a half. And I don't want to say something bad, but you may may get some ideas about what that may mean. Mm. Uh Especially with Saturn and Pluto meeting in Capricorn. Exactly. Like, I mean, he's he's deteriorating very quickly, and he's not going to... Oh, that's I, terrible. I'm pretty sure Pluto yeah. is like right across from us. Yeah, I, 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 I got I got sweats even just saying <laughs> that right now. Sorry, guys, but like, you know, he's got a, you know, he yeah. he could he could, I mean, he's got the money of the world, you know, so he could if he gets the best treatments and really, you know, is focusing on his health and she is there to help him. I do think that he has an ability to recover or grow 
but you know at the end of the day you know sometimes life forces you to release yeah absolutely and transform Mm-hmm. Through and that release. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Sometimes the body, sometimes not. Sometimes oh, man. Not, we're not, not, not saying. My eyebrows are sweating right now, guys. <laughs> well, regardless, obviously, wish him the best. And, Always. you know, um, mentally, psychologically speaking, I can see why that's such a scary thing for her. Hell yeah. Um, absolutely. You can do it, Brittany. Right, right. All right, next we have a story that is a little bit lighter, even though it is about... um, (laughs) I'm like, even though it's about someone being in prison. Um, (laughs) It's so funny. At my job, they're like, Sam, pick lighter stories. I'm like, but it's what's going on in the world. (laughs) So um, Mike Sorrentino, this is just going to be a quick one, Jersey Shore, Mm -hmm. the situation. He has been in prison the past few months for um, tax evasion. And it was this whole thing. Everyone was really worried about him. And Snooki... Nicole just came out and said that he is doing the best he's ever been doing in his entire life. He loves prison. Um, <laughs> Good for him. He's like <laughs> been coaching, you know. See, he loves being caged. <laughs> he loves yeah. Well, he's a cancer, so hey, he's like, box me oh, in, Oh, it's honey. easy, right? right? Keep me in a small room, feed me. <laughs> right. I'm good to go. Right? Just tell me I'm pretty and snuggle me. <laughs> so, I mean, he has a history of substance abuse, and so he's been like coaching people in there. Wow. And, you know, going to meetings. Snooki says he's playing bingo. It's like living in an old folks' home. He loves it. So, even though this is a dark time in his life you know my question is is this actually a transformation going on for him that's taking a positive step i think so So he he does have a sagittarius moon and and his natally it's conjunct neptune so i think he really is just making the best of it trying to like spin it into an optimistic way it's interesting including Lindsay. every single person we're talking about has a cancer north node natally oh interesting totally on theme for our episode what so what does that mean so your north node is is the direction of life you're going Mm. Uh, so nurturing, home family based, uh, it's a, it's a placement of, of emotional financial security, hmm. spiritual security as well. Uh, that's where the eclipses are currently. So you're having your nodal return as are all of these people. So they're all kind of coming back up into awareness of where, where, what have I been, what have I been doing for the last two cycles of my life? Well, in the North node, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure that this is accurate, but like, it's all about your destiny and ultimate, it's your destiny, it's your destiny of life. So, you know, looking at your chart, what you're supposed to learn in this lifetime and then you look at your south node to see what you're coming from because it's a place mm. that you always return to because there's a safety and you've learned this in past karmic lifetimes cool. so yeah so that's that's one thing but one thing i want to say about about him is that it's so interesting that we're talking about a lot of cancers right now because the sun is in their house of public recognition right now. So that's why we're talking a lot about cancers, because that energy is magnified. So we're talking about Wendy. She's a cancer. We're talking about Brittany's father, because he's a cancer. And we're talking about Mike, because he's a cancer. And Hmm. right now, they're all in the public eye. I swear I didn't know that when picking these stories. It's actually really weird. Yeah, is that crazy? Synchronicity. I gotta just say I love cancer men. (laughs) You're a water sign. Cancer women are cuckoo, but cancer men, I love. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, everybody's a little crazy, though. (laughs) Every sign has its own unique crazy. I know, (laughs) we do. So, we see good things for the situation. Is he getting his situation together? It's... You I know, think it's pulling gonna, it together. I think by the time he's out, and if you, I think it's at the end of the year, right? Yeah. I think it's he's going to be in a completely different spot, and and 
feeling really good about life and probably will see a, a resurgence of his career and maybe a new direction. Well, and I mean, Snooki, you know, is, is being his publicist right now, being like, hey, you know, bitches, he's doing real good. And he's still fabulous, you know? So, like, <laughs> that kind of, like, literally, you know, that that announcement and public recognition being known is is how he wants to be known. Mm. You know, so that's kind of kind of growing there. So yeah, I think that's kind of what we feel on them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, my last little segment for you guys is my celeb WTF. This means something I've always been curious about. Like, what's going on with these couples? Why are they together? They are the most random pairing. Why <laughs> did this happen? This week, I'm going to be talking about the Biebs. Justin Bieber, as we all know, he has had a very long love saga with fellow pop star Selena Gomez. And next thing you know, he's married to Haley Baldwin, someone mm -hmm. who he's been on and off with for a long time. Um, but it's been difficult for him because right after the engagement slash marriage happened between him and Haley, Selena went away for months because of an apparent suicide. Um, and there was photos of him all over town crying, like paparazzi, and like Haley's just like taking care of him. And so what, how are these three cosmically tied together? Is there a toxic thing going on there with one of them? Well, my first thing that I just want to look at is, so Justin's a Pisces, Selena's a Cancer, mm -hmm. and Haley's a Scorpio. So oh, we Jesus. have so much water sign <laughs> drama right now. She, 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 she's either a very end degree Scorpio or a very first degree Sagittarius. We don't have the exact birth mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Totally, but totally. But definitely, there's definitely a lot of strong water in that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so like with water sign drama, I mean, it's the emotions. And it is, it is all about the intense, you know, when, when, when I'm, you know, seeing water sign drama, it's like they stab you in the heart because they know exactly where it's going to hurt oh, yeah. you, you know? Yeah. And, then, and then they're like, yeah, you can go and cry now because I'm going to go cry too. But that's you know? what makes it so passionate. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, I love You're talking it. about this as a bad thing. Yeah. Oh, wait, tell, me, tell me about some water sign drama. Come on. Like, God, I don't know. There's definite water sign drama, but I love it. I tend to be totally attracted to it because I think that makes the best sex sexual relationship. <laughs> I, I agree. As a Pisces As resident, a Pisces, I yeah. I love it. But it's deep. It's so know? deep. It's like so, nobody so deep. else will make you feel that deeply. And that's what I love. Of course, being a Pisces, I'm like, make me feel as deeply as I possibly, possibly can. Yes. So, so beautiful, though. Get the surface shit away. <laughs> I'm like, is it beautiful or is it toxic? Well, I mean, the thing about it, too, is, you know, like, looking at their specific, you know, the way that the charts are, you know, we don't have her exact degree of, mm -hmm. of, 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 of timing. Who's Selena? No, Haley. Or Haley. What I what I noticed looking at their charts specifically for ju from Justin's perspective, mm -hmm. with either Selena or Haley, there's a Mars and Venus opposition. Ooh, in, that's so, so hot! But wait, he has that same theme, but it's flipped for the fruit with the other one. That's so, wow. so intense. What does that mean? So they're your Mars and Venus are your sexual planets, they're your relationship planets, they're your divine masculine, divine feminine. Uh, it, when, when looking at compatibility, that's what you want to go go to. That hmm. and your moon sign as it's well. It's the yin and the yang. Yeah, and so and and then too, also the planets themselves are the cosmic lovers. Mm -hmm. So when, whenever they're aspecting each other, that's that will really tell you what's going on with within that what what, what the compatibility between, between those two individuals are. Mm -hmm. So the Mars and the Venus. Mars, the Mars and, Venus. and Venus. Got it. Yeah. So, but also one thing I want to look at too is so you know. Because of so there's there's twelve pieces of the pie of the horoscope, you know. So each different area of the life of our life is ruled by one of these, and so from you know Justin's you know spot of the sky, you know 
cancer rules love for him. So it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, Selena is his true love, but that energy is very, very just it's it's like pulling. Oh, it's mm. just so magnetic and powerful there. I gotta tell and, you, that's been the most powerful for me too. Yeah. Being a Pisces is always like the Cancer Men. Yeah, like, just yeah. wreck me. Yeah, I'm, totally. I'm with. I'm my partner has a, his son in my fifth house of, of Aries. I love so. it. I love it. And, and Justin did say in an Instagram post after there was a bully bullying his wife, um, saying she was terrible, that he was just trying to make Selena jealous. The account literally is like mm. a hate account for the ship name of Haley terrible. and Justin. And, you know, he said, he posted and he said, I'll always love Selena, but I love my wife. And if you continue to send her hate, you're sending me hate. But, you know, he did admit, like, that's a very bold thing. I loved her and I still do love her, but mm-hmm. I also love my wife. Like, what? Well, and the thing, that one thing that I was just thinking about, too, from Haley's point of the sky, you know, if, you know, we really do have her on the Scorpio spectrum, her fifth house of love is Justin, is Pisces. Oh, this is just so sad. This so is it's like, like she's serious. always so, she's so drawn to him, yet he's always, always connected to Selena. Mm. Oh, that's it's a, it's a, it's a it's, wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, love triangle right there. Yeah. Oh, but you can Water still be drama. attracted and called to somebody and not be with them and be yeah, with true. somebody else. Honestly, totally. Yeah, I mean, I feel true. like that's been my last four years. Yeah, <laughs> and that relationship can transform because that relationship with an ex of mine transformed into a whole new beautiful, like friendship and family type that's of amazing. thing. That's amazing. So, yeah. well, speaking of you, hi, hello, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> We are going to get into everything Fuck. about you, your chart. We know that you have some stuff you want to focus on. So, boys, take it away. Woo. Well, I think the first thing, you know, we want to talk about, like you said, career. Mm-hmm. Career. Sure. So, do you want to give us some backstory? Like, what do you want to, you know, give us some, whatever details you feel comfortable talking about, and then we can kind of play with that. Yeah. Um, I... So the last like two years, I have, you know, taken a shift a little bit from just acting and now writing and creating my own scripts and projects and being attached as a producer on other ones. And um, so I saw like a big push for that and for content. Right. And that happened over the last two years. And then there was kind of this like, not really a break, but then acting resurfaced again for me. And I was like, oh, hello. (laughs) I thought we were done. Um, And so I'm kind of just being open to that. And now I'm seeing like um, also more start to happen with these projects that I've had sort of like in my artillery are now starting to find funding and movement and stuff like that. I love it. I love it. Cool. So, I mean, I guess just kind of looking at some basic dates, you know, I, I, I think, you know, looking just from like Pisces right here, you know, I think talking maybe about like the communication sector and then the career sector. Oh, yeah, you have a lot. Maybe happening. even like the creativity sector. Where do you feel like we should focus first? I definitely know. Just... Power sector. <laughs> okay, well, that would be the 10,000. That's, that's correct. So, <laughs> oh, my God. I love so, you. So right now is a perfect time to be communicating about this. Uh, and then you have a lot happening in home family that, that your security or like nest egg area. Taurus season, you're going to be feeling a huge surge of upsurge of creativity mm, interesting which uh so you said you're looking for funding you're looking that come in taurus is a financial sign mm. and you have and that is your natal creative uh, your natal creative area as well that's very interesting because my mom dad like uh godmother like so many tauruses have been around me and i'm like what is this connection but they literally do 
help fuel me. Yeah. Like where Pisces is like, I'm lost. I'm a dreamer. I don't care. They give me direction. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. So they, that, that oh, area is also unconditional Thanks, love. <laughs> so the, their Aww. love helps you find that creative. It helps inspire you. It's this, it's the same area of children, of romance, of fun mm-hmm. sex. So, you know, you, Taurus season is going to be great. Just for everyone collectively, Taurus season is going to be wonderful because we cl- we'll be clear of the Mercury retrograde. Mm-hmm. We'll be Saturn and Pluto will retrograde, so we can calm down about our, how we're achieving or how we're transforming our lives, and uh, kind of get more see the more of the fruits of our labor from everything yeah. we've been pushing out during Aries season. And just question for you know astrology dummies, kind mm-hmm. of like me a little bit or anyone. I always like to think of the signs. I'm like, what months? So I can, that's kind of how mm-hmm. I picture it. So what months are Taurus season or dates? Well, we're in Aries right now. We're, yeah, we have about a week and a half left. Yes. Taurus season begins Friday the 20th and ends May 19th, 20th? No, it's, um, so I'm May 18th. That's my birthday. I'm roughly on the cusp, depending on if you believe in cusps or not. Um, but it's usually about the 20th, 21st. So okay. the so sun usually kind of dances on. And about mid-month to mid-month yeah. are the, hmm. each season of, of astrology. Okay. Copy yeah. that. Got it. So, so one thing I do want to highlight for you for your career achievement, though, mm-hmm. um, is that you have a full moon in your career achievement around June 17th. So back, if you look back to what you were kind of building, you know, in December, so like, January, or no, no, um, December 7th to like the 17th, you know, the, either the projects or the, th- the seeds that you were building. And, and one thing that I'm always trying to teach people is that imagine your life as a garden and you have certain times that you have to, you know, plant strawberries, which could be love. And then you have, want to plant cucumbers, which happen to be work. You know, like you want to use those windows in time and actually to, to build and bring in the biggest harvest. So, you know, one thing, we'll, we'll, and we'll definitely get into that more. But I do think that that's going to be a really big potent time for your career, depending on those actions that you built cool. before. And then the next window for you is November 26th until 10 days after that. So, you know, you really want to focus on, you know, building your career because that's going to identify your 2020. Mm. And then Venus, the planet of magnetism, is going to be in this sector from November 1st until November 25th. So, you know, that's going to be a really big window where you, you know, looking just even from your solar chart, where you're going to have ability to kind of harness and, and magnify that energy. Mm. So, uh, one thing I noticed in your natal with your natal chart next week on the 19th, there's a full moon in Libra. Mm-hmm. And your natal moon is in Libra. Mm-hmm. You have your Mars in Libra, Saturn, Pluto in Libra. A lot of Libra guys. A lot of Libra. <laughs> it is your natal tenth house. Mm-hmm. This full moon is going to hit all of that and bring a lot into into your awareness. Mm next right before we enter that Taurus season mm, cool. um, Saturn is your achievement Saturn is is the, your 10th house energy Mars is your outward energy and action and your, your natal moon's Libra as well so the lunar return for you which you can set any new intentions for your person yourself personally mm-hmm. think of it like a new moon um, and so you'll see something kind of in terms of career reputation something around next week as well cool the week Cool. So we are, we have just, I, I, I kind of want to wrap up one question that we had about your, your life uh, before we jump oh, into wait, our Oh, wait, can game. I oh, yeah. ask just one more thing? Yes. So you were talking about the North Node versus the South Node. I don't yes. know where my, where's my South Node? Can, uh, Capricorn. Capricorn. Again, again, polarity. So mm-hmm. Cancer, Capricorn, the Earth and Water signs are their polarities. So Pisces, Virgo, Taurus, Scorpio. Cancer Capricorn. Okay. And her north node is in cancer. cancer. So yeah, so it's you're really focusing on your, the foundation of your life in this this 
lifetime because mm-hmm. you've always had career success. Right. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, Capricorns are like, I, I used to always say I never hung out with any Capricorns. And now mm-hmm. there, are, there are so many women that are Capricorns in my life. And they are like go-getter, determined. Mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. will stop them once they have a goal in mind. That's amazing. I totally respect that. And I know there's one last part that was kind of interesting um, about you <laughs> that we all are curious about and wanted to talk Me about. Me too, guys. Well, can you, can you give us a little backstory on that? Just a little bit, just maybe like two minutes yeah. or so. Like, um, So I, you know, I spent a lot of my younger years working and then being kind of in the party scene and being a little bit like, not necessarily lost, but... Um, more like hiding from my true self because I didn't really fit into society, I felt, when I was young. So I struggled with that a lot. And I used, like, substance abuse in order to feel comfortable with myself. And so the next part of my life was basically, like, taking a spiritual sabbatical and getting really wrapped up in this kind of cultish environment um, and and following somebody who was a very strong, you know, quote-unquote leader. And... Um, you know, really focusing on like meditation and going the complete opposite of where I had come from before to now I'm more balanced out. But I was curious as to what in my chart would make that happen because it also seems like me and this person have been drawn together for a specific reason and probably over lifetimes. Do you know his sun sign? Um, which one's the sun? Uh, well, you're, the month you're born. So Gemini. You're Gemini. Okay. So... Yeah, I mean, Which I've had things with Gemini's in my life. It's really bizarro. So you're so you're. Sagittarius. She's a Sagittarius, right? So, so, that's so what your does that mean? Relationship sector. So mm. important relationships mm-hmm. and Gemini energy, and, and and it starts in your twelfth house of spirituality of that that loop of 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 substance abuse, getting lost, getting swept away. Mm. Um, also, just looking Pisces, Sagittarius energy. Exactly. That was the one thing that I wanted Super to hit. Yeah. Spiritual to begin with. I'm I'm the reverse of you. I'm a Sagittarius Sun, Pisces rising. Mm. So we're, we're in a way we're this weird mirror of each other. So I have very similar experiences, and their energies just they can get carried away mm-hmm. in what they're doing. Pisces can get lost, especially right. trying to escape. You also have your Mercury and Venus in Aquarius. Which that's you feeling that you don't you're different from society mm-hmm. or how do I integrate how do I give love how do I receive love mm-hmm. and you know Aquarius is all about that kind of humanitarian mm-hmm. kind of kind of energy but they always feel like they're almost a bit of an outcast in a sense mm-hmm. so you're feeling lost I don't know I don't know that can but, easily be taken over by somebody who yeah. says I have the answers follow me well, especially with a strong personality yeah even just looking at the basic planets that rule you you know with you being you know a Sagittarius rising so we have Jupiter which is like you have this optimistic idealistic right. you know very expansive personality mm-hmm. in view of the world yeah. so being manipulated by someone that mm-hmm. can control you mm-hmm. that feeds into that yeah. is something that is just that's well, one of the that's easiest ways for a cult leader whatever and to totally. do that, you know and, and totally. interestingly feed your hope you know your natal Jupiter is in Scorpio which is a sign of power and control and, mm. and so your energy so your chart being ruled by Jupiter is in a sign where you are open to that manipulation that, that mm-hmm. someone else trying to grab that rein for you and hmm. Scorpio is also a water science spiritual um, but it's also about transformation so mm. in that process you're finding transformation and better ways to expand yourself and you said as you said you found better balance in your life which is totally I mean they've brought me it was some of the craziest Gemini's have given me some of the craziest lessons. Um, but I've used them, you know, to my advantage and I've come out so much stronger and more aware on the other side. So totally. 
Cool. Yeah, well, fun. It, 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 good times. crazy. <laughs> good goodness, goodness. So to end the, the segment today, we want to play a little game with everybody, and it is Bang, Mary, Kill. We have three Aries celebrities because we are in Aries season. Fun. And, you know, I just kind of am going to throw them out there. So we have Kristen Stewart, Emma Watson, and Robert Downey Jr. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys can just take the reins. All right. Let's see. I will start. Um, second, I heard Kristen Stewart's name. I was just like, kill. Uh-huh. She's a Twilight girl, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> sorry. I know my answer. Yeah. <laughs> no, no hate to Casey. <laughs> um, love her work. But yeah, she's a goner for me. And then we have Emma Watson, you said? Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Um, she's Hogwarts, right? Yeah. yeah. I I guess I'd marry her. Um, and I'd bang Robert Downey Jr., even though I kind of want to marry him, too. <laughs> I've always been super attracted to Aries. That's, that's my thing. Mm. Well, you're a Libra. You're a Libra. It's yes. your polarity. Mm-hmm. I've right. had some good Aries sex. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Aries are designed for it. Are they? They're programmed to... <laughs> Go at it. Yeah. Well, I'm an Aries rising. So oh, I'm baby, leave that out baby. there for all you gay men that happen to be single and live in Los Angeles. Hey. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Aaron. I'll get to your word. So I love Aries energy. My boyfriend's in Aries. It's my fifth house of true love and romance and creativity. Aww. Uh, de- kill Kristen Stewart. I've always loved and resonated with Emma Watson, but like, I feel like I'd have more fun in the long run with Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she'd be a very good partner. So I'd maybe marry her similar to Sam and, and fuck Robert Downey Jr. Cool. Bang. 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 Oh, it's bang. <laughs> Shame on you. It's all good. Um, so let's see. I would bang Kristen Stewart because oh. dark and moody is fun for me. Um, and Emma Watson has always irked me. There is something about that girl. Uh-uh. She's got to go. And Robert Downey, I'm marrying him. Like, he is dreamy, lovely. I'll bang him, marry him, anything all day long. <laughs> you know, he loves, like, turquoise and crystals, and he's all what? into that stuff. Oh, my God, we need to get him on the show. Yeah, he's incredible. So, yeah. Aries are all hippies. I'll be with him forever. I love it. He's a very lucky wife. Yeah, totally. She, cool. Well, she helped him. Well, this has been an amazing, amazing time today. Thank you so much for, for thank being you for with having us. me. Like, so fun! Our inaugural guest. I love you. I love like, you. I just think you're amazing. Aww. So, uh, is there anything you want to kind of finish off and, and tell you know? Our oh yeah, I mean, or? just you know, in terms of films and TV projects, um, stay tuned. If you look at IMDb, you can see what's going on with me. I have a couple movies that'll be coming out next year, um, and then follow my podcast, which is called The Oldest Millennials Alive on iTunes. I love that. Yeah. I love that name because I also am like, I'm an old millennial. Right? You We're can't take so that old. away from me. <laughs> I am a millennial. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us. This has been a blast. You can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram. We're going to be here every week talking to different people every week and with new stories. So we hope you guys have enjoyed. Again, my name is Aaron LaFaro. You can follow me on Instagram at astrology underscore coach. And thank you again for following all of us. Uh, my name is Kyle Thomas, and you can follow me on Instagram at M R K Y L E T H O M A S. 
Also today, I would really like to thank our first sponsor, Love by Luna. I have been working with Love by Luna for several years now, and their products are just so incredible. The, the quality and you know, the beauty of them is, is, is just something that I really stand by. Uh, with Le- uh, Lindsay being a Pisces, we wanted to pass along two exciting uh, gifts uh, from Love by Luna to Ooh, you so you can take a look this? at them. So I'm going to let you uh, I love gifts. Thank you. Them. Oh my gosh, how sweet is this? <gasps> a little Pisces necklace. Yeah, so it's the, it's the constellation. It is so beautiful. Oh, I love it. It's gorgeous. Thank you, Love by Luna. And then in there, that is... Smelly oil? Is it? That is the Mystic Manny uh, nail polish. Oh, it's nail polish. Yes. yes. So it actually it is infused with crystals. Stop it. Specifically for Pisces. Dying. Yes. It's totally. <laughs> I, like, love, I it. love it. Yeah. So you can you can set intentions. You can mm. actually you know really kind of focus on harnessing your energy and utilizing those crystals, but also be beautiful as well. And wear it on my fingertips. Yes. Oh, so much power. I love it. I'm all about power. It's so witchy. (laughs) Witchy, witchy. Thank you. Cool. And everyone, please make sure to check out Love by Luna at lovebyluna.com. It's lovebyluna.co. Lovebyluna.co. There is some really amazing stuff there that if you love astrology, you will absolutely love those products. Thank you again, guys, for being with us today. My name is Kyle Thomas. I'm a pop culture astrologer, and it is a true honor to have you listen to our first podcast. Again, thank you to our team and Lindsay, and we will be leading out with uh, Preston Wiggins into the unknown. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.
Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Astro Kiki Radio, and you can also check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure to join us next week, and don't forget, we are the only e-news of astrology. Thank <laughs> you.